What is population health? Why do some people become sick while others don't? How do we study and what can we do to eliminate health inequities? Sick Individuals, Sick Populations, the new podcast series from the Interdisciplinary Association of Population Health Science covers these topics and more. Join us. Aresha Martinez Cardoso from the University of Chicago. Mike Esposito from Washington University in St. Louis. Daryl Hudson, also from Washington University in St. Louis. Twice a month as we discuss cutting edge population health research with scholars working across disciplinary boundaries. Hi, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Sick Individual, Sick Populations, a podcast from the Interdisciplinary Association for Population Health Science. So we're super excited because we have a very special podcast episode today. We are recording live from the IAPHS uh, conference, our annual conference in Minneapolis. This is officially day two of the conference, and we've heard great plenary speakers and cool sessions and met a lot of folks from across the country. It's been, what, two years? Three years? Three since, years. Three years yeah. since we were in person. So it's been fun to see old friends and meet new folks. Uh, I'm joined live by my uh, podcast co-hosts. Uh, I'll let them introduce themselves. Go ahead, guys. Uh, I'm Mike Esposito. Hi, everybody. And I'm Daryl Hudson. Hello, everyone. This is kind of fun and awkward because we've never done this yeah. in person. In person yeah. Never, yeah, after, well, we've been doing this for two years. Two right? years. Yeah, I never met once in person. No, so no, yeah. yeah. So, so this is super fun. In a couple of minutes, people are going to start trickling in. And we'll talk all about the, the conference and what people have been learning. Okay, so our first guests have arrived in, in, the, in our studio. <laughs> Which is a room. Which is a room. In the basement of the conference. Room. It's, yeah. and to be fair, it's a very illustrious room. It's true. It's very private. It's gorgeous. I've never seen it so elegant. <laughs> <laughs> so to start us off, why don't you introduce yourself and tell us where you're coming from? Oh, okay, sure. Um, I am Jay Magherbia. I am an assistant professor at the University of Minnesota School of Public Health and also a research advisor at the Center for Anti-Racism Research for Health Equity. And I'm Bethany Everett. I'm an associate professor in the Department of Sociology at the University of Utah, and I have an appointment in the Division of Family Planning. Cool. Well, welcome, and thank you so much. It's been really nice to be and the only most awkward thing I'm finding so far um but it is really great um to be back in person so i'm kind of curious about your experience here and how few questions like first one is what's the most interesting or exciting thing that you've learned so far Oh my goodness. Really, really hitting hard. Yeah. I you know, this is very like specific to to me and the work that I do, but I sat in uh on a talk that was talking about creating indicators of structural racism in the National Longitudinal Study of Adolescent and Adult Health, which is ad health, a data set that I use a lot. Um, and so seeing how they were kind of making these indicators from the existing data uh, was really interesting and innovative, and it really gave me some 
some good ideas and things to think about. I just walked out of a session um, hosted by the folks at County Health Rankings and kind of talking about their process. Similarly, thinking about incorporating new measures around equity, um, power, um, and privilege into the County Health Rankings. And I, it was really great to see a data set trying to like incorporate these new ideas and get better mm -hmm. measures, but also really meeting the folks and seeing what their process looks like. So that was very exciting. Yeah. Uh, we have a guest that trickled in. Do you want to introduce yourself and tell us what's been the most interesting thing you've learned in the content so far? Um, yeah, sure. I'm Roland Thorpe uh, from Johns Hopkins University. The most interesting thing that I've learned as president of this organization is that what when you come back face to face, you gotta be in shape. Different in the Zoom where you can sit on the Zoom meeting, but you gotta be back to the days where you had to be turned on a state prime on for networking. Yeah. That's yeah. that's one of the that's one of the greatest things that I've learned, and I'm experiencing now. Yeah, yeah, it's it's a different it's a different uh, setup. Yeah, we've got to get our big conference trading bills off. Or get on a treadmill, like I said, get on a treadmill and, you know, you know, all that type of stuff. Yes, 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 yeah. Well, one thing that I was kind of curious to be awesome people. Met you yesterday, Brittany. Yeah, Beth Bethany. Bethany, I'm sorry. Correct that on the news. It happens all the time, all the time. Who's someone that you've met Ooh. that you've been really excited to be in real life? Someone maybe you've seen at work, and then you get to see the person you have for. Don't say yes. Right. <laughs> <laughs> While you're thinking about it, I. I so I checked in yesterday and I saw Anastasia's broken on the uh, uh, elevator and I know her like through Michigan connections, but like I've never really met her. So we shared an elevator and I did this like, oh my gosh, why am I not? Yeah. <laughs> um, and I was like fangirling and I was like, bye, buddy. I know you. Like you might know me. And she was so gracious and kind as, as Anastasia's group always is. She's like, where are you? What are you working on? You know, so I did definitely had a fangirl moment. Yeah. Yeah. You are? Yeah. <laughs> I got to say hi to Kathy Harris in real life, which was great. Um, and you know, honestly, so many of the collaborators I work with, we just meet via Zoom because yeah. there are other institutions. So getting to see them and like have a beer and a meal together in real life is also just so fun and energizing and just lovely. Yeah, I, I think there's so many different people like this morning, I ran into Natalie Slopin um, at Harvard, who I ran a paper with and I said, oh yeah, we are working on something together. It's nice to meet you in person because I um, hadn't had that chance because it's a larger group one. And, and also uh, she's someone I met during the pandemic. So I have like no other reference point than email and yeah. Zoom meeting. Um, also Lauren Gadosh was at one of the fragile family sessions. That mm -hmm. was it's interesting to see all of the Fragile Families team, like a data set that I use quite a bit, and similarly fangirl and ask them about why they're so wonderful. Yeah. Ask them about why they're so wonderful. How do you <laughs> do it? it? What do they answer? So what did they tell you? I was much more uh, coy about it than that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> if they're hearing it, so yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I know. <laughs> 
What about you all? Anybody had anybody at school? Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I think there's so many nice people. That's one of the greatest things about our meeting is that no matter what people's position is, no matter whether they're the president of the organization or a big person like Kathy Harris or um, Mark Hayward or someone like mm -hmm. that, they're generous and they, they want to connect with you and encourage you. So it's been really energizing. Um, speaking of which, last question for you all is, do you feel re-energized? So I know, Roland, you're tired of energizing. All my batteries are getting charged, put in the charge, take it out. <laughs> the Bonnie's dead or whomever. Yeah. And peopling is hard, though. Peopling is, is very tiring. It is. It's draining. But nonetheless, do you feel re-energized as you make the pivot? think about going back to home or if you're in your hometown getting back to your work yeah um i think that's the right answer yeah <laughs> yeah no it, it's been really great especially i think as someone who i like get to go home home at the end of the night um because i live here so the, i think i get to recharge a little bit more um in between but um, it's nice to see so many like potential collaborators especially as a junior faculty member and and Kind of see where I want to contribute next through all these things. Yeah. Um, home is not where I feel like there's small kid and small dogs and it's chaos. So <laughs> you like coming to conferences and being able to go to talks and just have the time set aside to think and listen and then go to sleep without anyone coming to wake me up in the middle of the night because of a bad <laughs> dream. That's that's energizing. Yeah. But um, yeah, you know, I think in the day-to-day -day academic grind, you're often just writing and dealing with emails. And so the time to listen and think is a luxury that uh, I didn't fully take advantage of over Zoom meetings. Um, but being able to do it here in person has been great and just getting the wheels turning again. And I hope that when I get back, I can take some time to digest a little bit before just jumping back into so I, I just want to say one one more thing I wanted to piggyback off what you said earlier one of the things that I like about um but chief among the things that I like about IPHS is that it's small enough that you can you can be able to get to some of the people that you really want to get to mm -hmm. so you know if you go to larger conferences it may it may be more difficult to get to a capital Right. It may be, but here it, it it's very small and very intimate. You have the opportunity to actually meet people. Yeah, absolutely. You do have the opportunity to meet them. Yeah. So that's why I like it's very size is appropriate. Yeah. 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 Well, thank you all so much for, for joining us. We, we when we thought about this last year, we thought about it as like those uh, post sports, you know, people yeah. come off. So, so what we have to do? What we have to do? We have to go get some water and pour. Yeah. <laughs> and then we have to photo bomb them because that's your sports thing. We'll be back with the water. No, he is. He has something. Don't do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you. Okay.
<laughs> Tell your friends. There we go. Okay, we have a new guest. Why don't you introduce yourself and tell us who you're coming from? Oh, I missed the guest. Cool. We just heard about you guys in session from our previous guest. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
as we say in Spanish, the chief man, like, come on, tell something. I'm always happy to talk chief man in appropriate circumstances. <laughs> um, I, I'm comfortable saying this one because it was actually also revealed by the person. So like, it's not like a secret. Um, uh, Dr. Uh, Dr. Eduardo Bonilla Silva, who is sort of the one of the world's leading experts in structural racism. It was a huge get for us to have him be our first plenary speaker. He had a 45 minute period where he thought um, C on his COVID test meant he had COVID as opposed to control. And so for 45 minutes, we were very in trouble and <laughs> not having our first yeah. plenary speaker. But um, but yeah, the, the symbology of population health can be like a little confusing if you're not familiar with it. And so uh, C means you're okay, it doesn't mean you have COVID. And so he, he spoke about this on stage. And so I don't feel bad like uh, repeating it again, but uh, I missed that particular event. I came down, I sort of came into the room like as that was wrapping up, but it was a wild 45 minutes apparently. Sure. <laughs> yeah, 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 well, good. <laughs> that, yeah, good cheese. That one will take the Um. Yeah, well, should we, we allow for an illustrious guest to yeah, talk yeah. about <laughs> person who needs no introduction? <laughs> So what, what's the uh, topic? We're just saying who we are and, and oh. where we're from right now. Oh, okay, that's easy. Uh, Kathleen Bowen-Harris, I'm from uh, North Carolina, University of North Carolina at Chapel Hill. I feel you, like we need entrances. You know, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like some, some... <laughs> but I should say, uh, <laughs> I'm on sabbatical this semester in Denver. Oh, uh, nice. Yeah, working with some colleagues up at the University of Colorado Boulder. Excellent, excellent. We just had a philosopher go there, Sarah Stroud. Okay. I don't know if you know, know her, but she's at Chapel Hill now. So oh, interesting yeah. small world. Okay. Wow. Yeah. 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 Someone just was raving about getting a chance to meet you. Oh. Like literally one of the people who just oh, walked yeah. out earlier. Oh, was like, a, like somebody super cool that you got to meet. Somebody's like, Oh, that's yeah. <laughs> I will also testify that someone else told me that yesterday. It's like I got to meet. <laughs> like, yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, no, it's, it's very true. That's, yeah, it's awesome touching. You've had a chance to meet that you've been excited about, Sean. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and uh, yeah, it's not a huge world of population health philosophers. And so like yeah, I, we we got to meet each other, and then um, meeting the co-organizers of the conference because I had not met most of these people. It's weird to organize something with somebody. And who you have never actually been in the same room with. Yeah, yeah, People yeah. are always not the height you expect. Right. Like I know what I'm expecting, but it's like it's just never what it is. So like <laughs> this uh, like you can see the disappointment so in their eyes because they're not very tall, right? <laughs> 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 it's over and over. <laughs> As somebody five two, I really appreciate the Zoom. <laughs> the amount of space for anybody else. I was I was shocked at I couldn't I didn't remember how tall Sue was. Uh, yeah, right. yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Whoa, I forgot. And I, I'd never met Sean before. So yeah. Yeah, like like all the leadership here, like it's it's cool meeting people mm -hmm. and being in person. It's yeah. it's special. Yeah, similar in vain meeting somebody for the first time that you've kind of developed a relationship on Zoom. Um, one of my advisor students and um, then former postdocs has been kind of like a soft mentor along the way as I transition advisors and thinking about what grants I want to apply, Scott Delaney, and he's here. And so I met him for the mm -hmm. first time, even though we like theoretically lived like five blocks, 
apart in Boston when we were there <laughs> because of COVID, we never really got to meet each other. And so it's been nice to connect actually in person and realize that can, like, relationship can just transition and, and real time. We have a new guest. Do you want to introduce yourself and tell us where you're coming from? Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> 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 I'm the department at UT Austin. I studied life course versions of health. And I work with Mark Lieber and Deb Anderson and Rob Costner. I use NFLs. Thank you so much. And, you know, one of the main things I love about the IAPHS is like, I love PAA, but it's like a smaller, good things about health. And I'm a health modern person. Okay, this is my meeting, my honor. COVID hits our life a lot. On the other hand, I have found that you know, as a grad student, I realized how much I love, you know, patients, you know, we can make an impact to the world, you know, we can answer scientifically. Mm -hmm. So, like, and all of the same philosophy right there, right here, you know, I think, yeah, so right. that was one of the great things, you know. I mean, and the commercial. I know, yeah. Yeah, you answer all the questions that we, that we have for you. Yeah. And provide a free commercial. So don't be surprised if you hear a snip that snip <laughs> <laughs> over and over again. Yeah. Uh, I have a question. Has anybody done anything interesting in Minneapolis since you've been here? Anybody ventured out? I went to the sculpture garden. Yeah, it was very cool. Did you enjoy the cherry in the spoon? I did, yeah. I thought it was great. cool. <laughs> <laughs> Especially in Austin, we have a 60 degree, 70 degree winter. So yeah. like not very good. Sharp. <laughs> <laughs> it was too cold yesterday. <laughs> yeah. So, as I said, I'm from Minneapolis, um, but the city has changed a lot since like I last lived here. And so, like, just for, for me, like, the light rail didn't exist. Um, it was like just going in when I was graduating from high school. And so to be able to, I'm staying, staying in my parents' basement, right? I'm taking the light rail in and it's just like, oh, this is just a really different way to like be a part of the city. And that's been fun. Navigating around the, like the hamster cage of like skywalks yeah. downtown because uh -huh. like in preparation for this being like a winter wonderland or apocalypse or something like that, that's it's really interesting trying to sort of get around from place to place only being indoors. Like, wow, this is weird. Yeah, and they're privatized, which is a huge oh huge problem. So, oh, of course, right? <laughs> um, yeah, so they're not public spaces necessarily. Lots of people use them, but it's like private security, so it's also very much like yeah, like it belongs to Wells Fargo or whatever. Yeah, it creates kind of an actual like physical stratification of the city. Yeah. Wow, so, I have I have some feelings about it. Even though, like, when it's twenty below, like, it is kind of nice. Yeah. No, I was walking through and I was feeling like, okay, so I'm in like the bank landia now. Mm -hmm. Like, okay, I will watch myself. <laughs> and also, all the unhoused people are outdoors in the cold and not in the in indoor places where to keep you warm. Like, got it. Yeah, I heard it, it closed <laughs> last night at seven. I went to go, out mm -hmm. and uh, they said it closed, and I thought that was strange, but now it makes sense. That's uh, terrible and <laughs> 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 The more reason why we study stratification. Yeah. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
Kathy, anything that you've been able to, we know you're busy, so. Well, ironically, I'm leaving in an hour to go to another conference that I have here in Minneapolis. Oh. So it's just across town, I guess it's on the campus, but I'm involved in a really cool um, ARG 24 network that is studying the social dimensions of health using animal models oh. and then how that translates into human research. So I'm the human researcher <laughs> and, I, and the other PIs are, and most of, most of the network is made for yeah. So it's a fun thing to do. So tomorrow and the next day, I'm just gonna be sitting around here about all this research. This is like where they like make mice clicks, yeah. right? Yeah, 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 yeah. This yep. research is fascinating. And among, and, and, you know. Yeah. Do you think uh, like social stratification like mice? Like social status and social mm -hmm. stratification, like meaning the same but different, you know, sorts of things. But yeah. Yeah. anyway, that's yeah. that's never a dull moment. Never. <laughs> Knowing that there's people that you sit behind computers and you say a lot of secondary data analysis. <laughs> Um, but there's people out there giving some monkeys bananas, other monkeys not bananas, like yeah, yeah, cage somewhere. That seems like much more exciting kind of like research methods, right? Right, or allow them some to drink alcohol and not others, or yeah. take children away from them. Oh, Right. Uh, we have some new guests who've trickled in. Why don't you all introduce yourselves and tell us uh, what department at university you're coming from? I, oh, I went. Okay. Oh, yeah. uh, I'm Kari Williams. I'm at the University of Minnesota, and I am the user support and outreach manager for IPONIS Data. And then I coordinate a research network at the Life Course Center at the University of Minnesota that's focused on helping scholars think about using population data resources for aging research. And I'm, this is my first time at IAPHS. This is also my first conference in three years. And like, this is an impossible bar. So I don't, I think I'm just not going anywhere until Baltimore next year. <laughs> I, don't know. I don't know. Wow, that's <laughs> also yeah, right, exactly. Completely um, unprompted. Yeah. For everybody who uses ITEM, should you drop your Venmo so that way they can send you your happy money for helping them? I don't know. Just cite us. Like, just keep doing your awesome work and citing us in everything because that's like, that's how we get the grant funding. That's how we make the data keep flowing. And, and, then, and then tell us. So you should email us at ipums at umn.edu and say, like, this is the thing that would be amazing, right? Like these, I saw this paper that did this. Why isn't this variable available? Or I really hate the way that you harmonize this one and I want you to do it differently. And I can't promise that we're like offering variables on request, but like the, right, the goal is to make everyone else's job easier by compressing that like data management time and, and recoding stuff. So we wanna know how to make it better. Yes, it's like, yeah. um, I'm Gabrielle and I'm a graduate student at CSB and I just love the podcast, so I made this podcast so I wanted to pop in here. And we always wonder if people actually listen to them. 
Here we are. We're shorter in real life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like who's who's funniest? I can't answer that. Okay. Diplomatic. Yeah. 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 Right. Then I'm like, yeah, yeah. Thank you for being listener. Yeah. We appreciate it. Yeah. Yeah. Is this your first IHS conference? Well, I attended via Zoom last year. And that's how I heard about the podcast and started listening to all episodes. And here I am. This is my first conference ever. Oh, right. Oh, wow. That's good. Yeah, these are like free commercials, too. We're going to, we're totally going to use this. The first conference got a great clip from you. This is going to be used widely by PHS. So we appreciate you all for giving us these nuggets. Um, anyone met anybody that has been really influential on your, your thinking or your work? Like we've got the great Kathy Harris here. Um, anyone that you've been like, wow, I got to meet this person in person and they're a lot shorter than I thought they were. Or, or they're, they're really gracious or anything like that. I got to meet uh, Dr. Dowd um, just this morning actually. And I've read a lot of her papers and so it was really cool to be able to talk with her and Next and hopefully I'll connect more with her just to be in LA that I'll yeah. Well for yeah, so that's good. Eduardo Bonilla Silva was the keynote, right? Like did you talk about that? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Had people in here before me like, yes, that was like the connection. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And right understandably so. Yeah. So, I, I mean, that's amazing, right? Like yeah. That that's not why I'm here, but yeah. First, first, yeah. <laughs> How about you, Ben? Did you have you met it today? That you stand for the over Thank you. 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 Yeah. The reason why I'm interested in bioestrogen and biomarkers is because of how people will meet me. And I guess there's a complete foundation review article with this was Oh, right. Yeah. yeah. That was exciting. Yeah. Very too. So, which overlaps a lot of things we just made. Very. Oh, see that? Do you see that? The summer thing? Yeah, I do too. Oh, oh yeah. wow. Yeah. 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 That was like a lovely love letter. Yeah. 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 That's what they're doing. I don't know that. And remember what I said earlier, before Kathy came in, I said this conference is small enough to, to allow you to walk up to those leaders, giants, and have a conversation. You two weren't even in here. Right. I orchestrated. <laughs> <laughs> this is what it's about. Yeah. Yeah. Found that the larger ones. Yeah. Yeah. Let me give you one. I'm a six-year teacher. 
waiting for six years, PAA. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's so it's so funny because uh, so Doug Lee was one of my students, and um, when uh, so I mean to see say this way when I was president of PAA, I put up a slide of all my students, you know, pictures, and Doug Lee came up to me after and said. Thank you for doing that because I tell it. I tell my friends that I was your student. They didn't believe me. My <laughs> picture was on it. So it's so funny. So, what have been some cool sessions or papers or presentations that you guys have um, gone to? Any any remarkable ones? You know, I would like. I would. Well, I wasn't going to say a cool session, but the one thing that's really impressed me this year about many of the sessions is the data. Like I've never seen so many different, really cool data sets that people use. You know, usually it's always the standards. I mean, of course that helped, but you know, like you said, HRS or CPS or PSID, but there's so many different data sets that just makes me think about all the opportunity. And I, obviously I come for heaven's sake, but I mean, I just saw one with a data set where it um, that it was they had the geographic location of the of a woman when she was born, and then when she became a mother, the geographic location of her birth. So they had this two points in time, and and this was just California, but still, I mean, it was like you know forty thousand records. Mm -hmm. Anyway, so that's one you know one impact that I'm taking away from this conference is just how much data there are, there are out there for yeah. us. One of the impacts that I've, one of the things I've been impressed with, similar to you, Beth, is not only the different data sets, the approaches to yeah. how they analyze the data. And and then a lot, I've been in the last couple of hours, the, the deliberate and contention about how to translate the evidence. I've been really impressed. Yeah, that's on that note, the session that I just came from with uh, Jordan Lawrence, Natalie Slopin, Brittany Leather, and um, facilitated by uh, Natalia Minos, uh, did a really excellent job of thinking about, well, so yeah, we could keep asking all these different questions, but we also had this amalgamation of research. At what point do we start really saying, like, it's okay that we don't know everything. There's variables that we're not quite sure how we're affecting, but we're pretty sure of the direction. And how do we start not getting being like the perfect, the enemy of the good and yeah. starting getting yeah. it out. And yeah. it's it's a real tension I feel like uh, that we're facing in the field because mm -hmm. we have these different standards like within our different communities yeah. of what is considered evidence. Um, and, but this is really timely, we need to get it out, yeah. so. Yeah. I'm uh, hoping the plenary tomorrow, right? Which is like how we make the evidence matter, is that what it's called? And like yes. about policy implementation and practice will help us. Because we never do that well as researchers. We're just like, here's information, do it with it, what you will. But like, how do we transmit it? Not all important for all of us to think about tomorrow. Anything else? Session. I, I I'm on my I I want to go to one more so I'm definitely yeah. out. So that I, yeah. 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 Cool. Enjoy the next session. Yeah. 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 I know I just randomly. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So it looks like we're uh, out of time for our live recording. This has been really fun. Um, to meet people and people gave us a lot of what we were hoping, which is 
why they're here, what they've learned, making new connections. It's really great to hear people meet giants in the field and the impressions that they get. Because that's the stuff that fills us up. I mean, I've been doing this for a while and sometimes you just get really demoralized because you feel like you're writing stuff and it just goes into a, a vacuum or no one's reading right or, <laughs> or nobody's listening to the podcast something hard but it feels good i mean it feels so good to hear that those interactions with people are like wow you've had a really influence a really big influence on my career my thinking mm-hmm. um so that's been awesome definitely oh yeah all right, we'll definitely do this next year then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In Baltimore, where we'll be hosted by uh, Professor Roland Thorpe, who's exiting. So we appreciate you for for your leadership. Come to Baltimore, get some crap. There you go. Yeah. Come to Baltimore, get some crap. Yeah. 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 She exited before we could pull her in to uh, the coordinator for NPHS. Uh, she does all things amazing behind the scenes. So, yeah. all right. Well, thank you all. Cool. Thanks for joining us for another episode. We'll see you on the next one. Hear you. Hear us. Okay. All right. Bye. Bye. Bye.